The dream to start a podcast started while our babies were in the NICU and Taylor and I were drinking some White Claws on a Thursday night after hours at the NICU. The stories of two micropreneurs who took different paths through the NICU and two mamas who literally ran on cold brews and White Claws. We'll share our stories in hopes to inspire and educate parents, grandparents, and friends about the NICU and beyond. I am Macy Petting, along with Taylor Hoskins, and this is the Real Mamas of the NICU podcast. Yes, okay, so I found this that's called Golden, oh, Golden Road Mango Cart, and it's really good. You've never had Mango Cart. <gasps> you know what it is? A lot of people do. I bet you, yes, oh. yes. It's good, isn't it? I love it. I'm glad. I like it more, like not in a can and out of a tap, but that's yeah. Like oh yeah. Oh yeah. But it's very, very good. Okay, I well, like- I feel like we're on a roll here, so we should keep, keep this it rolling. Going. Yes. Keep the ball rolling. Okay, so we are gonna talk about the things not to say to a NICU mom slash parent. And um, I remember making a TikTok or you made a TikTok (laughs) about what not to say to a NICU mom. And I thought it was spot on, but we are actually going to use a article. Um, It's from momish.com. It's the 10 things not to say to a NICU mom. It was created in 2013, but it totally applies today also. Yes. So we're going to go through these one by one and kind of talk about our experiences. If we had someone say it to us or maybe um, how we felt or if it was triggering. Love it. So are we talking like in the NICU or just in general in and out of the NICU? Right. Yeah. Just in general. Right. Just in general. Not to say. Just things. not. Just don't go there. Don't say it. Just don't even do it. (laughs) okay the first one honestly no one ever said this to me but definitely don't say this to anyone is what did you do (laughs) well i don't i don't even know what that's supposed to mean what did you do i mean the the description says i smoked a heap of crack screwed (gasps) oh (laughs) ate cold lunch meat and rode horses like the lone ranger (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh. Yep, no one's never said that to me. No, me maybe either. more maybe more of like what happened. Sure. Not it, what did you do? Yeah, I think it kind of just goes back to like making sure we don't make moms feel guilty all like there's already a guilt there for not being able to carry a baby full term. Yeah. So maybe yeah. it's and um, maybe it's that. Would be my guess, but definitely yeah. don't make them feel any worse or anything in, yeah. that, in that realm. I agree. All right. Go Hawks, Macy. Go Hawks. Okay, oh, number two. Number two. Oh, my gosh. She just couldn't wait to be born. I had that couldn't a lot. Wait. Couldn't wait. Yeah, me too. I feel like that was a common one. Yeah. Or they were just so excited to meet you. Yeah. Um, I think I feel like I had this like maybe I even I even I might have even said this to myself in the first yeah. two because they were born a little bit early. But yeah, I think 
obviously we would rather not have them born that early and i'm sure they were like what's the other one they just couldn't wait to meet you yeah (laughs) kind of that same thing um the best part well i mean this is what the caption says under oh i thought babies who were ready for the world wait who were ready for the world could breathe on their own be held not require lines into their arteries blood test every morning x-rays twice a day i mean really tomorrow she will be off to college mm-hmm. right <laughs> she just couldn't they just could not wait for all that fun Couldn't wait <laughs> yep don't blame them <laughs> oh my gosh that's so funny so number three is is he going to make it and the caption says i don't know but thanks for reminding me <laughs> yeah if we knew we would tell you all Oh, I I really don't think anybody said that to me. I, but n- just no, no, don't. Yeah, don't please don't that. even say it. <laughs> even if you're thinking it, don't say it. Yeah, and just. Oh God, that's so stupid. But it just makes me mad. <laughs> <laughs> it really makes. If me anyone mad. listening, someone says that to you, please DM us and let <laughs> yeah. us know the person so we can reach out. <laughs> So we can have a chat. (laughs) Because that's going to be a big no. Um, Yeah. I think it's fun. It's just like, just like they said, we don't know. But yes, thank you for reminding me that we are in this vulnerable situation. And that could be a possibility. Good Lord. Yeah. This next one, um, I think if I had a quarter for every time I heard this, um, I'd be a trillionaire. Oh my gosh, you don't even look like you had a baby. Yes, not only am I walking around with my new baby, I don't even look like I have one, thanks. Mm -hmm. That's what the caption says. Spot Mm -hmm. on. Did you ever hear that? Oh, yeah. No, I did. Or people would say, God, I didn't even know you were pregnant. (laughs) You weren't even showing yet. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Don't remind me, please. (laughs) I, there, I mean, th- there's times where I'm thinking, or, or maybe not like you didn't look like you be- had a baby, but oh man, you weren't pregnant very long. Yeah. No, no shit. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Thanks for the reminder. The, the, it's called a GIF, right? Yeah. The little GIF says, oh, oh catch fire, honey. <laughs> <laughs> it's Nene Leakes. Do you know who that is? I don't. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's a story for another time. Do yep. I need to Google her? You just need to Google her. Oh I, did, I did get this one a lot. He said, at least you can sleep while baby's in the hospital. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what we did. We did a lot Slept of sleeping. All the time. Yep. Took advantage of that one. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to for you know, sure. read the box. It says, uh, NICU moms spend most of their time camped out in the NICU and chained to a breast pump eight hours a day. <laughs> eight hours, definitely more than that. Uh-huh. And then when you go home and you try to sleep, you're haunted by the guilt that you're not with your baby. And then, I guess, in my perspective, then add on like you have other kids and a job, you still, yeah. you know, like. Just it's just an add-on. I, I think one thing I thought of is the world keeps turning when you're going through hell yeah. and uh, things still like 
you still have to pay bills and you still have to go get your teeth cleaned. And like, you know, there's things that you still have to do and responsibilities you still have. It doesn't stop. It's just an extra add of stress. Yep. I agree to all of that. Mm -hmm. I mean, thankfully we had great support systems that helped and definitely friends that helped in many ways, but, um, yeah, I don't. Sleeping was not what we were doing. No, or they would say like, "Oh my God, you had the best babysitter. Take advantage of it." I'm like, "Uh, okay, right. they're amazing, but right, that's maybe not the best thing to say." I feel like a doctor told me that once. Yeah, my assumption is he's trying to make me go home. <laughs> yeah, a lot of nurses would say that to me, like. We got this. Go home, get some sleep. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And sometimes it was nice, but yeah. Needed, but yeah, exactly. Um, and it's different when it comes from a doctor and nurse versus someone off the street that has yeah, no true. idea. Yeah. True. So your baby will come home and it'll be like nothing ever happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this bottom caption's like relatable 100% to me. NICU moms are at risk for severe PPD and PTSD. Me, ding, 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 ding. The stress of having a baby in the hospital can put a huge strain on a couple's relationship. Many preemies require reflux medication, glasses, occupational therapy, speech therapy, cerebral palsy, or brain damage from birth, possibly need feeding tubes, have issues eating solids, food, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. NICU is not a place where babies just gain weight and go home and live happily ever after. Many parents give grieve on their child's birthday. NICU stays can leave head spinning emotional scars. Don't assume all will be well after discharge. I feel like that's a retweet right there. I do too. That was Holy spot smokes. on. Yeah, that yep. was spot on. Do you hear that one a lot? Do a lot of people say or just assume everything's got to be good because you're home? Yeah. yeah. Yes and no. Yeah. Yes and no. I mean, I think, I mean, Noah has a trach, so you can like visually see that she's different than other people. But yeah. Um, but I, I just, I think I thought that at one point, like, oh yeah, people, they go through the NICU, they get better and then they're just normal parents and normal kids and that couldn't be the the furthest from the truth i mean every preemie i know has long lasting like some sort of issue from the NICU whether yeah it's one thing or 20 things there's always something from being premature and i feel like you said you know when you were seeing yourself going home you thought it would get easier i agree Mm -hmm. i thought the same too and i'm like when does this ever get easier? I'm still waiting. So, and then like the PTSD pops oh in, my God. and you're like, yeah. okay, yeah, we made it home. Mm-hmm. And then you're just waiting for the shoe to drop. And Always that you're going to be back in that hell that you were in, or yeah. And now they're older and it's going to be even worse. And yeah, I know. Yeah, I agree. Yes. Okay. <sighs> All right, so number seven is, at least you didn't get to your third trimester and have to be uncomfortable. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. What week is third trimester? I don't even know. Don't even ask. I think that was like (laughs) one week short of it. Okay. Isn't it? It's like, no, maybe it wasn't. I think it's 28 weeks or 29. Mm, 24? 
You what? I don't know. No, I thought it was every 12 weeks. I'm probably wrong. I'm going to edit that one out. <laughs> okay. Edit it out. That's an edit. Um, I probably actually make jokes about this more than other people do to me. <laughs> like, Which one? Seven or eight? Seven. Oh, seven. yeah. Like when people are at the end of it and they're so uncomfortable, I just make jokes at myself like yep i guess i don't know i would never I made it there <laughs> yeah i know i think i do too and i think sometimes like people also feel guilty when they like notice themselves complaining about oh my god i just feel so big or i feel so uncomfortable and then they're sitting there like talking to me and they're like oh i didn't you know i didn't mean it like that and i'm like yeah oh, it's okay you know yeah you gotta make a joke about it sometimes I recently had someone well in in my life that is pregnant and um, they make comments all the time about how small the she's having twins, how small oh. the babies are and they're four pounds. And I like I just like I don't want your you to have four pound babies, but uh, I wish I had a four pound baby. <laughs> I know. It's um, it's hard not to think that way sometimes, know. you know. Yeah, which she, her points are completely valid. Yeah, yes, just exactly. It's hard. But yeah. Yes. Oh, I don't know if gosh. I'm next or you. It's you. Okay. At least you had an easy labor. <laughs> <laughs> How easy was yours, Taylor? You know, I mean. Maybe physically it was easy, but emotionally and mentally it was not. So was it easy because you don't remember it? Because I can't imagine having a breech baby no matter the size. Yeah, no, I don't remember it. I don't, yeah, I don't remember any of that. Before that, like 24 or 48 hours before that sucked. So Mm -hmm. I guess it wasn't super easy. I don't think, no. Um, but the thing says, so small, baby means easy labor. Say that to a P-prom C-section mom who spent a week scared shitless trying to keep her baby until 28 weeks and see how long it takes her to smack you senseless or cry, which is very likely. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> P-prom. Can't, oh, I, well, gosh. I guess neither of us can relate to the C-section, but. Based on this next one. Okay. But yeah, we kind of did something from up above it's like you have a free babysitter <laughs> and the best babysitter and the best babysitter oh my gosh can you like the whole free part of it though <laughs> yeah i mean the the, the nick you bill super free oh, oh gosh yeah. so the bottom says it's more like I have given up my parental rights to a team of medical professionals who are paid through my insurance company that charges me hundreds of dollars a month to save a child's life. I never choose for these people to take care of my child. And if they were babysitters, I promise you, I promise you wouldn't use them. They pick up my kid, feed them or prick their feet. That's about it. Ooh, that was that, kind of that's a burn. Harsh. That's harsh. A, a little, they were, they apparently weren't at the U. <laughs> Yeah, they weren't at the one we were at. That's a little, little bit harsh, but because I would trust, I would say about ninety-seven percent of them with 
my son and my life. So exactly. Yeah. Shout out to you nurses and medical team. We love you. We don't mean that one. Definitely cannot relate to to most. Nope. But no. And um, I think each of us have had, uh, um, I think each of us have had a a NICU nurse watch our child after the NICU. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And pretty much become family. Exactly. Right? Exactly. This next one, I think I heard all the time while we were in there. Oh, your baby looks like a normal baby. Mm Mm-hmm. The thing says, really, did you expect to see a disfigured reptile? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even laughing about uh, this. I know. You kind of have Seriously, to. though, in the NICU, like doctors and nurses, they would make that comment they all would. the time. And I'm like, what is that even supposed to mean? Yeah. And it wasn't like, what, like, is, what is he supposed to look like? Yeah. It's, um, they made the comment, it wasn't normal baby, but um, she looks really good. I think that's yeah. what I heard a lot. Yeah. She looks good. Um, yeah. Like, I think one okay. thing is like some NICU babies are born with like translucent skin. Yeah. And um, like Noah didn't have that at all. So we got that a lot that she looks good. Yeah. Um, or they'd say he looks really big for a 27 week mm-hmm. weaker. Mm hmm. I'm like, holy crap. How big are they usually? Oh my because... gosh, Taylor. This wasn't on the list, I... but I just thought of it. Remember, Uh-oh. Brady hated it. The... <gasps> oh, I know. Oh, the oh. white. Was it the white boy? What was it? Yeah. He said wimpy white boy wimpy syndrome. Wimpy white boy syndrome. That's... They would call little boys in the NICU. That's terrible. And then the funny thing, not funny at all, but interesting part is Liam and Brooks and um yeah who else um, 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 um Nolan <laughs> and oh, yeah, like yeah. Noah was literally surrounded by all these little boys yeah <laughs> and little Noah's the one that came out with the trait <laughs> she's killing it she's doing so good but, but I, yes I hated that I do too and I didn't even have a little boy yeah there was like well you already know this that one time. A doctor actually said that to Brady and Brady kind of, Brady does not speak up or say anything outside mm-hmm. of his comfort zone, but he stopped in the middle of the rounds and he said, can we please stop saying that? They're I like, okay, that. I'm sorry. Good but for him. Yes. yes. Good for him. Yeah. So if we have uh, any medical team, staff, doctors. Don't oh, say that, please. Please stop. Please yeah, stop. stop. I mean, it, it doesn't feel good for the parents of a white boy and it wouldn't feel good yeah. for a parent that has a black boy it definitely doesn't yes. feel good i promise you to any parent that has a girl because when your girl isn't thriving because they're not a white boy it also yeah. makes you feel a certain way so let's just take that let's out just of refrain from saying yeah. that yes agreed gosh what oh. were some other things that you can think of off the top of your head Oh Ooh. my gosh. What about um even now that you're home with Noah? Do you ever get this? Because I feel like I get this all the time. Um so is they'll say, so is he doing good health-wise or is he healthy now? Mm-hmm. Or something in that general yeah. general 
I don't like, I just don't like that comment because I feel like earlier, kind of what we said, you know, when you come home, doesn't mean it goes away. You're still dealing with X, Y, Z that's going on. I I don't like that one. I get is that thing coming out of our neck? Yeah. When are we when are we snipping the the cord off? I'm like, oh my gosh. If I knew, I would tell you. Like we all would share it to the world. Um or another one in the NICU. I hated when people asked me this was when are you guys going home? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah How yeah. many more days? When are you going home? I think that's one of the top. For a lot of moms, I feel like a lot of moms hate that question. Um, I looked back at the TikTok and one of yours oh, was, every, you didn't like, um, everything happens for a reason. I did not like that one. Do you? Um, I mean, I, well, yeah. um, I don't I think you can go. Yeah. I don't part of me does i not that it has has to happen for a reason but i do believe there's plans for people yeah and obviously noah was put in my life for a reason absolutely Um, so i don't know about all the trauma that we both had to go through but um i did also i don't feel like many people said it to me so maybe i it doesn't um hit me bother you like that yeah and and let's but if you remember that TikTok, I think I made like in the beginning yes. yes, of our yes. journey. And I think those were just like comments that I would hear quite often. Like this is your plan or that everything happens for a reason, you know, and looking back, it's like, yes, I definitely understand. Like, like you said, there's a plan for everything. But in the moment, that did not, like, make everything feel, I don't even know how to explain it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I it just, just bothered me. Just looking at it, and this is a good point, we can kind of wrap up with this, is mm-hmm. what are things that are helpful? There we say? go. And I actually kind of forgot that you gave good ideas about Gosh, what look say. at me. <laughs> you are awesome. So here's, here's the first one you said, you said, I'm here for you. Yep. That's a good one. I love that. I think when someone would text me, um, you know, through this process, the thing I love the most is one person that said, I'm here for you. Is there anything I can do for you? Or what can I do for you instead of, is there anything I can do? Um, implying like you need help. Let me help you. Um, I liked that. You wrote, he looks so handsome like his dad. And I think that probably goes back to the, oh, your baby looks normal thing. Like, that's a much better way to say, hey, your baby looks healthy. You, you know, something like, oh, they're, han-, you know. Um, let's see. Talk Just talking about things that are not your baby or the NICU in conversation. I, I remember like just going to dinner with friends and I feel like that's all they wanted to know or talk about. And I, you know, you want to escape that at some point too. Um, so if you are a supporter, um, just make sure you're helping your people in these situations um, by t- 
talking about things outside of that because sometimes brains just need breaks. I always was always impressed walking around um, in the hospital in general and just how nice people were. Um, And as I'm walking through thinking about maybe someone in this hospital or in this elevator just received the worst news of their entire life. Like, it's not going to hurt me to help them find the parking ramp or hold an elevator for them or push a button or just say hello. And um, I just think that little kindness goes a long way. All right. Well, this was a nice, fun, kind of lighthearted one. I enjoyed this episode. This podcast is sponsored by HassleFree.com. HassleFree has supported many NICU families in the Iowa City area. HassleFree provides fundraising merchandise to help out families and organizations when in need of some extra funds. Let HassleFree deal with all the hassle. You don't have to deal with orders, exchange of money, or delivery. That way you can focus on what is most important for you and your family. Thank you for listening to the Real Mamas in the NICU podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and come back to listen for more. Please help us spread the word by leaving a positive review and taking a picture and posting it to your social.